Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya. Tonight. 
Well, thank you so much for being and co-hosting. It's your first time co-hosting. Yes. You have been on the show several times. Uh, you did not mention when your show is, honey. Always oh, promo. I am sorry. Always, always I'm promo. sorry. I am so excited about this show. Forgot about my own. That's the humbleness in me. Forgive me. But I do have a show that airs every Monday night called Woman to Woman. It's for the women's perspective on everything from business to relationships to dating to the Christian life. We just have a great time. So tune in every Monday evening at 7 p.m. And on next Monday, we're going to have Pamela Chapman. She's going to stop by. We're going to have a brief conversation with her to catch up on what she's doing, to talk about her new book, Heaven's Hell. So that's what's coming up on Woman to Woman on Monday. Heaven's Hell, you said? Heaven's Hell. Wow. That's mm-hmm. intriguing. Monday at 7? 7 p.m. Eastern. 7 p.m. Eastern. Eastern time. I'm going to check that out. And uh, like I said, we have great guests tonight. And uh, we're just going to bring in our first guest. We're going to do announcements in the middle of the show. But I want to bring on Dayton Talbert. He is a relationship uh, ex- I just call him an expert. He has one of the hottest shows on Blog Talk. Uh, the Date on Talbert show. It comes on Monday through Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He has books, uh, just a wealth of information. You need to go to dateontalbert.com right now, but I'm going to bring him on so he can tell us in his own words who he is, what he does, and why he is an expert. Hello, Dayton. How are you? Hey, what's going on, Tanya? How are you tonight? I am fantabulous tonight, ready to talk about this money uh, from the male perspective. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, just to let everybody know, my name is Daydon Tolbert, and uh, as you said, I'm the host of the Daydon Tolbert Show, which airs weeknights at 9 o'clock p.m. I write at daydontolbert.com. Um, I'm the author of The Lovely Head, um, as well as uh, an advice book, which is called Ask Daydon Sex, Dating, and Relationships, Volume 1, and, um, and a lot more things. But, you know, definitely for more information on me, check me out at uh, daydontolbert.com. And tune in every Monday, uh, Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. I have a co-host tonight, Jamie, so we're going to tag team you and get these questions, find out this, about this money. Now, the first question I have for you, Daydon, what's the uh, motive from a male's perspective? Why is money one of uh, men's top priorities from, what, 15, I would say, I mean, actually well, pursuing it? Well, see, I'm actually, I'm not sure that I agree with that, actually. You don't think so? Okay. No. Most men that I, I mean, some men, but, I, you know, it's men like myself, I think men who actually are successful never chase money. You know what I mean? You you know, you got people who actually chase money, and, and, the, and the money is their, their driving factor behind what they do. Those nine times out of ten are the people who are not ever successful in what they're trying to accomplish because, you know, money comes and goes. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the true key to success is is finally something that you're passionate about, and then chasing the success, chasing the dream. Like right now, you know, I'm not, you know, a millionaire, a billionaire, anything like that. I'm chasing a dream. I'm chasing a goal, and I'm I'm living those dreams and those goals. So that's my passion. That's what I'm, what I've been chasing. Now, as a result of that, I've been, you know, I've gotten money. I do pretty well, but I've never been a type of person to chase chase money. Well, you are the exception to the rule because uh, I am a teacher, so I see uh, males from all ages. And and I don't know if it's society, the home bringing, uh, upbringing, but when I ask them what they want to be or what what they're doing, even some of my students who are now grown make this money. It's all the, you know, I'm money-driven. Now, 
like you gave the self-aware male uh, answer, in my opinion. But why do you? Think well, no, I'm not. Let me let me clarify. Let me let okay. me just clarify. I, I want to. I do agree, and I don't want to seem like it doesn't exist because I. It does. You're right. I hear the same things from a lot of youth. I actually counsel youth through mentorship programs, things like that. You're right. They say I'm trying to get this money, mm-hmm. but my point is those people that do that are, and if they continue with that mentality, they most likely will not ever get the money because they're chasing money, which is which is not going to sustain you. You know, when you chase. Right a dream and you're passionate about what you want to do in life, then, yeah, that's when the money will come as a result of that. Okay. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. I, yeah. I understand that. But I was trying to get to what was the motivating factor. Why does society grill it? Until you become self-devolved as a male and really understand your passion, because a lot they passion is something <laughs> that you has to be taught. And, um, right. and from the upbringing, you know, Men, be the provider, you know, provide provision in, in the male mind means I have to have money. So I was trying to get to those, why is it, why is it not balanced? Maybe that's a, an approach. Well, yeah, and I'll, maybe I won't get too deep into it because you're right. It, it You know, it, there are people out there, and probably the vast majority of young people, unfortunately, have that mentality of, you know what, I got to get this money. And the reasons for that, to answer your question, they see, they look up to the, a lot of people. They, you know, they watch TV. Um, you know, videos are huge nowadays. They see the cars. They see the women. They see the big houses. They want that for themselves. So they know to get those things, they have to have money. So, you know, you know, Biggie even said it best. You know, money, hoes, and clothes. That's yeah. what. That's what these kids listen to. That's yeah. what all these rappers are talking about. So they want to emulate that. Thank you. That's the answer I was looking yeah. for. <laughs> Thank you, Daydine. Uh, no yeah. problem. Now I got my answer. Go, Jamie. <laughs> now, do you believe, and I'm, I'm listening to you, and, and I know you're, like Tanya said, you're the exception, but let's talk about those who are not the exception. Yes. Do you believe that sometimes those men, those men, can become imbalanced in their desire to obtain the money? Now, we talked about, like you said, what uh, Biggie said, you know, the hose clothes and all of that. But let's talk about the real men, like in the workplace or, you know, just in mainstream society that may not be into the hip-hop or whatever. Do they become imbalanced in their desire to obtain money? And I think for me, I'm thinking about the professional. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I think it's the same thing. Uh, Biggie was a smart man. He wasn't looking at just from the young people perspective. That's, unfortunately, it's just on a different level. you got your bankers, your lawyers. They still want the same things. They still want the money, the nice bank accounts. They want the, the, the women. You know what I mean? They still want a nice, a beautiful woman on their arm. A lot of times they associate getting that with having a fat bank account, uh, and they want the clothes, the cars. Um, it's just on a different level. You know, you want your nice Mercedes if you're a banker or a lawyer, you know, the status symbol. You want to impress your coworkers, uh, your boss, you know, driving the car. So it's it's the same thing. It's just on a different level, uh, you know, from professionals to the younger kids. Yeah, and you bring up a great. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about that the song by Drake and Trey songs. I just want to be successful, and that's what they say: money, cars, clothes, and of course, right. the so it's a right. perpetual thing. So, <laughs> I mean, that's the song. I mean, good beat. I listen to the words, and that's that's the gist of the song. Now, let's. Uh, do you ever think there's a point in a man's life where they say, "Okay, I got enough money." Oh no. man, not not for me. I mean, 
<laughs> some people are content making a hundred thousand dollars. I've never again I'm a different type of dude, but I've never had that mentality and never will. I don't care you know, it's funny, my one of my goals with my show was I said I want to have Zane on my show. That was my goal went from the day I did, first did my first show, I said one day I'm gonna have Zane on my show. You know, I had Zane on my show about two months ago and now it's on to the next you know, big whoever. So I have to reach new goals and set new goals for myself. So I will never be satisfied until until I'm probably the richest person in the world, the most successful, the most popular, famous person ever in history. I'll never be satisfied with where I'm at. Okay. All right. All right. Great. Now, I know you're a go-getter. I, I, I hear that. So Definitely. Most, most self-aware people are passionate. And, it, and it's all driven by, like you said before, your passion. Because passion comes in season, comes in cycles, and like you say, you're never content with just the oh, okay, I'm content, I've had enough. So, right, because oh. money is nothing. Money is right. money is like you can be rich but not be happy, and really, right. and to be honest, right. not right. be successful. Right, and we're gonna get into that later with our other guests. We're gonna talk about that in more depth. Excellent answer, Dana. Thank you. Go ahead, Jane. Let's talk about relationships for a minute. We know, we've heard that most arguments begin with money. That's what causes most of the arguments in the relationships today. It's either women spending too much or the men being too frugal, or I've heard the, the, the flip. I've heard that some women can be frugal and the man is spending so much money. But be it as it may, how can the couples understand where each other are coming from in terms of financial language and, you know, just what, what what can they bring to the table to avoid these arguments? I know communication may be key, but, but if if you say that, how? How do you communicate? How do you get it all on the table so you can avoid those arguments? Right, and that's a great question because uh, you're right, it, communication is key. But so many people, they think that money is the number one reason why people argue, and it's money has nothing to do with it. Money does not cause arguments. The, what actually causes the argument is the inability to communicate about the money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. You, could, you know what I mean? You can have an argument, you know what I'm saying, but or a disagreement, I should say, but it doesn't have to become an argument if you know how to communicate. You know, I go out and spend $200 on a pair of sneakers, and that's not in our predetermined budget, you know, but we, I don't communicate that to her so she can make the proper arrangements to maybe pay this bill next month or do some things. I didn't communicate that to her, so she's going to be mad about it. But if I go to her and say, hey, hey, look, babe, you know, I really want these sneakers. They just came out. I want to, I want them. You know, can we make some arrangements so I can get these sneakers and still arrange for the bills to be paid? She says, well, Dad, you know, all right, I, I love you. I really want you to have those sneakers, so we'll do what we need to do to arrange for you to have those sneakers. That's an, an argument avoided just because they were able to communicate, whereas, had the communication not happened, it could have been disastrous. Yes. Yes, and uh, as a relationship expert, as you are, you hit the nail right on the head. Money is never the root cause. It's the communication, the inability to communicate, uh, first of all, calmly with one another uh, because a lot of couples go into either the silent treatment, uh, the talking around the issue, or the yelling. So uh, money is never Sex is never any other issue that you say uh, we're arguing. It's really never that issue. It all boils down to the inability to communicate. Not agree with you wholeheartedly, Daydon. And if you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, Daydon Towers on, and we're talking about the money aspect of money, power, and respect. Now, Daydon, uh, 
when it comes to couples, you you you, you advise couples all the time. How would you? Because uh, women seem to not understand the male psyche. They don't take the time, first off, to understand the male psyche and vice versa. How can you encourage women to uh, really try to take that time to understand where a man's mind is when it comes to finances, when it comes to pursuing his passion? What advice would you give them? Um, Yeah, that's a great question, and and I just want to real quick advise everybody, seriously, if you have any questions about how men think, what goes on in the minds of men, I would really encourage you, do yourself a favor and listen to my show weeknights and nights because we talk about this stuff every single day uh, in depth. So definitely check me out at datontolbert.com. But to answer that question, um, the best way to do it is is to know your partner. You know, know who you're with. Like you said, you mentioned the key word there is know what he's passionate about. If you know what someone's passionate about, then you'll be able to understand and tap into how he thinks. Because you've got this Steve Harvey thing going on, you know, the act like a lady, think like a man. Women are so caught up in trying to think like a man. No, you don't need, it's impossible, first of all. That's an Mm -hmm. oxymoron. A a woman will never be able to think like a man because she's a woman. But what you can do is to know that man, communicate with that man, find out what he's passionate about, and understand how he thinks. Mm-hmm. See, there's a difference between thinking like a man and understanding how mm-hmm. men think, and mm-hmm. that's what women need to do. Exactly. I agree. That's why you are the man, Daydon. You're giving all <laughs> the right answers according to Tanya White. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's what I love. And let's switch a little bit to power, uh, Daydon. Give us a definition of, in your opinion, what power means to a man or what, uh, in their mind, what they're thinking. I have, you know, What's power to them? What does it look like? Yeah, power is something that can, I mean, it's different for different people, but Mm -hmm. I think people who are like normal and not overly possessive and actually well-rounded individuals, not like, because some people have power complexes. You know, Mm -hmm. they're they're control freaks. So Mm -hmm. power to them means being in control. And to me, a guy like me, I don't necessarily have to be in control of the situation to have power over, you know what I mean? Like power, you know, it's kind of a, a weird word, you know what I mean? Like it's it's all about what it means to that individual. Somebody like me, again, you know, power is just me being happy, having power over my life and my circumstances and, and, and my goals. Once, you know, I like to stay in my own lane with that, you know. I don't get involved in what other people are doing. I, I have power with my company, with my goals. It, like if I achieve the goals I set for myself, that I'm powerful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, 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 someone else can't dictate what's power, what power is to me. So, you know, whereas other people, they may look at power as being, oh, I'm, I run the city or I'm the mayor or I'm the president. I have power. But to me, I'm a very powerful individual because I'm comfortable in my own skin. And, Daydon, do you think that power for you is more about influence, being I able to influence has- others in a, in a healthy way, of course? Yeah, definitely. I think that the pe- the most powerful pe- powerful people are the types of people who are influential without even trying to. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know what I mean? I, some people, when you can make a difference, like me, for example, I just, I do a lot of different things on Facebook and online, and it, it I feel powerful when I log in and I see people trying to emulate different things that I do, whether it's through the mm. talk show or <laughs> you do the advice. You have those people too, Daydon. Which is, like, yeah, didn't, didn't I have that in my promo? Okay, but I see you. I'm glad to that you emulate me. I'm sorry, I just had to 
I'm sorry. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. People, that's true power when you've got people actually emulating you and mm-hmm. trying to be like you. And, you know, that the highest form of flattery is imitation, you know what I mean? Right. So that's right. It doesn't bother me. So that, that makes me feel like, wow, I, that's, I feel empowered. Yeah. That, and that's what real power is, an inner yes. strength that exudes outward. And like you said, you don't even try. You know, you just... And it all goes back, you said it in the beginning, it goes back to knowing and pursuing your passion. If you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, we're talking to Daydon Talbot um, of the Daydon Talbot Show. Can you promo uh, your website and show real quick before we go on to the next question? Yeah, I would love everybody to join my social network, daydonsplace.net. It's going to be the new Facebook, the new MySpace, daydonsplace.net or com, and I would love to have everybody come on the Dayton Tolbert Celebrity Cruise to Nassau, Bahamas, April 30th to May 3rd, 2010. Details are available right at uh, daydontolbert.com. Wow. You do a lot. Now, you give um, Revere off to the right for just a second, because I'll read what you say. You put out a question um, frequently on Facebook, and and most people <laughs> get rustled. But what you're doing, I see what you're doing. You're making people think. So how do you come up with these questions, and why do you do it? I mean, some of the questions that really get because I read the comments and I'm like, okay, you're not you're not really understanding the words behind what he's saying. So why? Well, what, yeah, go ahead. What, what I do is um, a lot of times it's not so much questions; it's more so I give uh, my daily advice, mm-hmm. and um, it's called this morning's advice. And a lot of times the advice is directed towards women, but I'm not the type of guy that's gonna coddle women or give them the advice that they want to hear. A lot of my advice is advice that women need to hear, need to know, but don't necessarily want to hear because a lot of it causes women, it really causes everybody, but a lot of times specifically women to look internally uh, at the things that they do that could maybe play a part in their unfortunate situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You understand, and and that's that's uncomfortable. You know, you listen to mm-hmm. Steve Harvey and the Act Like a Lady thing. That's more so. It's it's a happy book, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it leaves women feeling empowered. It's, women are giving people high fives after they read it. You read my advice, it's going to make you be like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, I need to kind of take a look at myself. Some, you know what I mean? Now, in addition to looking at your man, but, but a lot of times, you know, a popular question is why men cheat. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like to just take the easy answer to that or the easy route by saying, oh, he's immature or he's un- he's afraid of commitment. I might like, I like to examine some of the reasons why men cheat. Mm-hmm. There's never a justification or a rationalization for why men cheat, but right. there are, however, reasons that men cheat. And a lot of those reasons can be explained by sometimes women looking internally. Right. And like you say, it's uncomfortable because I'm, I'm the same way. As a woman, I never coddle especially women, because I believe we are so powerful when we really understand our femininity, understand our purpose, that we not only birth life, we birth emotions, we birth dreams, and we can be so uh, influential and we uh, shape the minds of people without us even knowing. We shape the minds of how people treat us by the way we allow others to treat us. So I know exactly what you mean. It's not I don't coddle, but I make you think because when you when you get together – then you won't attract certain people in your life, or when you do, you won't keep them there, you know? You will set those boundaries, set those, uh, you know, have that uncomfortable conversation. So I just wanted you to uh, plug it. And you can, how can people become a friend 
on Facebook with you? What What is your extension? Oh, yeah, I would love everybody. Add me on everything. All my social networks are actually available right at datontolbert.com. Okay. There's my MySpace, Facebook, Twitter, you know what I mean, Daydon, all that stuff is right there. So just check out datontolbert.com. you find everything you need to know about me. Check it out. Jamie, do you have another question? No, I think he answered a lot of the questions and even he gave us some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The awesome. I love listening to his show. Um, and let me give uh one more question. Identify three ways. You know, we talk about this power, this inner thing. Do you think men can abuse their power? And if so, how? Oh yeah, definitely, man. Just since since what I do is a lot of times talk about relationships, speaking about relationships and power, you know, men they they lose their women, they alienate their women by trying to control them, mm-hmm. and they think that they you know they're trying to overcompensate for something, whether it's low self esteem or other issues they may have. So they say, you know what, I'm going to be possessive, controlling, and I'm powerful. I need to have the power over this relationship. One of the main re- uh, reasons relationships fail is because it's a it's a constant power struggle. And women do this too sometimes. They're so used to being single. They're so used to being independent. Mm-hmm. When they meet a good man, mm-hmm. you know, they're used mm-hmm. to running. You know, they've got to be a little bit submissive on both ends. A lot of people, you can't have a power struggle. Nobody wants to be competing for, for the power, and that's why people argue. That's why they argue. They I must have read my new book that's coming out because I talk about that. The 99 males who make your life a living hell. And people think, oh, I'm going to find out why he does this. No, you're going to be very surprised. Mm-hmm. But I, I touch on that to look why he does something and, and why we allow him to do certain things and without blame. So, yes, I'm loving your show. That's all the questions I have, Daydon. I thought it was going to last longer, but you straight and to the point, bruh. Yes. I, I keep it real. <laughs> I keep it, keep it real. Listen, tell us everything that you uh, you got the cruise coming up, any other books. Oh, man. Well, yeah, my new book is actually entitled What Women Need to Know But Don't Want to Hear. That actually will be out early next year. Look out for that. Uh, my clothing line, the Marcus Daydon clothing, clothing line, just launched recently. Uh, the online store is at daydontolbert.com. I'm also launching a nationwide tour. It's called the Love, Life, and Relationship Tour. The first stop is in Philadelphia, on uh, November 21st, my my guest, my partner with it is a motivational speaker, therapist, Mr. James Costin of the Refuse to Quit Radio Show, and we partnered up, man. That this is going to be a it's a lunch, it's a love life and relationship luncheon. Uh, it's going to be a great event where we talk about everything from exactly what we said, love life, love relationship, life relationship. State, everything. So come on out to that. Yeah, I would love to have everybody there to uh, come support that. All right, and that's November 21st. Your show is Monday through Friday. Last words of wisdom for uh, men, women about this money and power thing from the male perspective. I'm I'm sorry. Say say it one more time. Give us last uh, your last words of wisdom about money and power from the male perspective, so women can understand it, and men can get a clear vision of what they should do in a healthy. Last words of wisdom, I'd probably have to say, you know, never chase money. Guys, money comes and goes. Find something that you're passionate about, something that you love to do, and be successful at that. And if you're successful at that, the money will come as a result of that. Never never just chase money because you'll, you'll just end up being miserable, and you'll never be successful. Never, ever, ever. You have been a joy, Daydon. Thank you so much yes. for coming on a little bit earlier. 
and giving us your words of wisdom. We will listen to you Monday through Friday, 9 p.m., the Day Don Tava Show. Thank you so much. Real quick, too, just want to let everybody know, on tonight's show, I got national best-selling author Daima S. Poole, uh, Essence Magazine best-selling author. She'll be on my show uh, tonight right at datontober.com. Check me out. Datontober.com. Yeah, he has all the celebrities. Love your show. Keep doing what you're doing, and I will follow up with you later, Dayton. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right, take care. If you just joined Real Talk with Tom, just head Dayton Talbert. Uh, relationship expert, host of the Date on Talbot show. Jamie, what did you glean from that interview? He, 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 I tell you, he kept it real straight yeah. and to the point, and he made some really great points in terms of money issues and why men really seek the money, and I think he really brought home to like what women need to do and to help their men obtain the money. And also I think something that he talked about was the differences between power and empowerment and the influence. And I think as a society, you know, we, we get it twisted. Yeah. I really do. I think we get it twisted. And I, and I do love what he said that, you know, the ability to be able to influence someone is more about empowerment and not having control. That's it. Well, I love that part, too, where he says the most powerful people influence people without them even knowing. Even trying. Like, yeah, without and, yes. and it goes back. I keep saying it to your passion. What is passion? Is really knowing who you are and what you are supposed to be on this life, on this earth. What are you supposed to be doing? A lot of uh, of conflict comes not because of what people do to you. It's because of what you're doing to yourself. Exactly. You're mad at yourself. So you, because you are living beneath your privilege, you are in a relationship that you know you're not supposed to be in, and you're making excuses for it. You're doing things that you know are not li- that you're not living your best life. So what you do is displace that frustration onto other people, and you create drama in your life. You create unnecessary conflict. You don't talk to people. You shut people out. You isolate when you don't know. That's taking you further and further away from your divine destiny. So I loved what he said about that because I, I know until I really found out who I was and what I was called to do, mm-hmm. I was on that circle. I was always in, you know, crazy relationships, always. I was a fighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would argue yes. with you. And, look, I'm not scared to fight you. Even though I may lose, we're going to fight it. Oh, girl. I'm tired of talking to you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so, and yes. I found out, you know, I took that strength. I took, you know, because... You know, I took that passion and found out who I was, what I'm called to do, and ever since I've done that, my life has continued to soar. I have been more peaceful. Finding out who I am as a woman and how to relate to not only other women but to men and understanding my femininity, you know, don't argue with them. Understand what he's thinking, like Dayan said. you got to understand where he's coming from, and when you do that, then you can unleash your your power because femininity is really powerful. Uh, when you use it right, right, not right. be manipulative about it. it exactly. really have a purpose to heal and reconcile and get to the root of issues. Yes, I love that. That is so true. I also like, too, when he talked about arguments, and he really made the distinction is that, you know, most relationships, when there's arguments, they're not about money rather than the ability or lack of ability to communicate about money. That was, I think, was very powerful all in and of itself. 
because it, it's very, very true. You know, if you don't come to the table and you're honest about your financial situation, then when you get into that relationship, these things are going to occur. It's like that elephant in the room that's just waiting mm. to be recognized. That's going to happen. So I love how he made that very clear that it's not about money, but the inability to communicate about money. So that was that was very clear. Inability so, to communicate. So ladies, if you're listening, <laughs> yes, and I know you are, <laughs> take note. Yeah, and, and and when when we talk about things from a woman perspective, I do it. I know I do it because I really I really understand. There's a saying that says, "The hand that rocks the, rocks cradle, the cradle rules the world." Mm-hmm. That is true, but that same hand can ruin the world. And a lot of our problems in 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 the world uh, is it, it. I I draw it back to women. And what you what are you talking about, Tanya? Mothers in the home are not mothering. Uh, you know, correctly, because when you really nurture a mother or child, you know, a lot of these craziness will not be happening in school, will not be happening in church. When you take the time to talk to people, because whether you realize it or not, men, they're just tunnel vision, you know. They have straightforward. <laughs> that's and, what we're that's calling like, it today. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, and, and that's how they are. Uh, it's, it's not good, bad, or different. It's just the way it is. And so you have to take certain things. Take the time to understand it and take it. When you're really trying to correct things, you have to use what you have and work with what you have, uh, God. And because uh, I, I, I'm not with the drama anymore, Jamie. I can't deal this with is a drama-free zone. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I can't deal with the drama. So if you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, talk about money, power, respect. We just had our interview with Dayton Talbert. Uh, most Eagles coming on in just a few moments. But what we're going to do right now, Jamie, I want you to promote your show and promote everything you're doing, and then I'll do the same, and then we're going to take a little break and then come back and have our Are You Serious moment because a lot of stuff has gone on this week. So go ahead, Jamie, promote your show. Yes, like I mentioned earlier, um, I have a blog talk radio show. It's called Woman to Woman. It airs every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Actually, I'm also I'm getting in gear for – my second I'm Every Woman conference that's going to be held in March of next year. So we're really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm locking down the speakers and have my guest speaker, and the planning is underway. So stay tuned for more information about that. I also have a book um, coming out next year. Um, I did have a set date, but I decided to remove the self-imposed demand, and so it's going to come out next year, 2010, called Give It Up, Turn It Loose, and actually it's going to deal with uh, women and control issues. And mm. yes, it's, it's good. Oh my God! And um, I, I'm so excited about it, you know. Um, but that will be coming out on next year. And then I, I'm launching my new personal website, and that will go out um, the first week of October. It's just jamierodafox.com, but you'll, you know, get to know about, you know, more about who I am and all that I do. Um, I am a Christian life coach for women, but I do so many other things. I love working with um, children and, and young girls, and right now I'm designing a mentoring and coaching program for young girls 13 to 18 called Girls to Divine Women. So that's kind of what I have going on. Right now, keeping busy. You are every woman. <laughs> you know, Thank and it goes you. back to that passion because when you're passionate, you just have a lot of things to do. I call them strategic things because uh, you got to be strategic. Because yes. Women, we're equipped to handle a lot, and that is what we do. We take care of the family, take care of ourselves, blah, blah, blah. But 
you're built for it. So, great. I'm looking forward to the book. We've talked about it. Give it up. Turn it loose. Can't wait for that. If you can join Real Talk with Tanya White, Real Talk with Tanya White, we are always rated R for being real relevant and refreshing. And we want to say thank you to our dynamic diamond sponsor, Loretta Faith Harris. She is helping to turn your tragedy into triumph. So visit her at www.chpublishing.org. And we invite everyone, if you love the Real Talk with Tanya White show and you have a few bucks and trinkets, we have we would love for you to be a sponsor also. So visit TanyaWhite.com. Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A. White is in the color.com. We have four fantastic packages for you. Um, so if you are, have a business, you're promoting a book, a CD, listen. We will partner with you, help market your shows, your product. You, we use aggressive marketing, creative marketing, and we will get the word and help drive people to your site and to your product. And we are committed to bringing you the biggest, the brightest, and the best guests and topics. So listen, we have a lot of downloads, a lot of live listeners. So your money, your, your sponsorship will be an investment for you. So again, visit TanyaWhite.com or email us at realtalk at TanyaWhite.com. Tanya, again, is spelled T-A-N-Y-A. White is in the color. While you're visiting TanyaWhite.com, go ahead and sign up for Tanya's tips. It's free, an inspirational, motivational newsletter that gives you tips for today to transform your tomorrow. It comes out every Thursday. Uh, and today, of course, I had to talk about the Kanye West thing. Uh, what <laughs> we can learn from somebody else's foolish behavior we're going to talk about it in just a minute in our Are You Serious moment. But also, I have uh, three books now. Uh, my first book, How to Deal with a Difficult Woman. Uh, second book is Relationship Reruns. And my third book, The 99 Males Who Make Your Life a Living Hell, which is not a male bashing book, but it's helping to build those bridges of communication between men and women. Um, and that comes out September 29th. Next week on the 24th, we're having a big blog talk pre-release party. Uh, and we will be on uh, a little bit later. I have uh, to go to open house, ladies and gentlemen. It's school time. So we will be on at 830, and we're only going to keep you 60 minutes because if you are a fan of Grey's Anatomy like I am, you know next week is the season premiere, two hours. So we're just going to keep you from 830 to 930. So tune in next week, and you'll find out some of these 99 males who make your life a living hell like the perfectionist, the fault finder, the stalker, the caddy oh. baby daddy, the false accuser, the codependent, the mama's boy, the Casanova, the know-it-all, the serial dater, the pessimist, and so much more. But we also have nine men who are special K and make your life A-OK. So we're going to talk about those, too. So tune in next week at 830. Um, and we're going to talk about I'm going to read some, and we're going to discuss. I want to hear your stories about uh, what uh, – your 99 males or your one male who's making your life a living hell. We're going to do some on-air coaching, so tune in next week at 8.30. We're going to have a Are You Serious moment, Jamie. It's a lot that's going on this yeah. week. So let's I'm gonna have, have the Brace yourself. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you serious? And Kanye West. Jamie, listen. Okay. <laughs> I am a fan of MTV, VMAs. Listen, I knew... You know, ever since Michael Jackson died, they've been doing this big promo. They're going to have a big tribute, blah, blah, blah. And I'm a fan of Taylor Swift. Who's watching it. Teary died. Madonna brought everybody to tears. Janet, you know, brought the house down with her tribute. And then this fool comes on. 
What is your thoughts about that before I go into mine? And I have to say, I have to be perfectly honest. I was I did not watch it when it originally aired. However, I was on Facebook and I started seeing all these comments and I'm thinking, what? So I had to wait about two and a half hours later to find out what everyone, I didn't want to watch the news feeds or anything. I wanted to see it live. So then when I saw it, I'm like, oh, my God. And I was too embarrassed to go back out and start talking about it because it had happened two, two hours prior. But I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know who allowed him to get up on that stage. Usually they have bodyguards there. So... I don't know. I don't think it was a publicity stunt. I really no. believe he did that as a gut reaction for whatever reason. Rather, he's struggling with his mom being gone. I don't know what it was, but regardless of what it was, there was no reason that I can think of that he should have taken her moment away from his butt. her. He showed he, his butt. He acted like a total fool. Fool. And then he gets on Jay Leno, and he's all upset. You no, need no. to be. Well, you know, this is Tanya's theory, and I just have my own. Because I've made excuses for Kanye. I've been a fan of him. Made excuses when his mom died, because I lost my mother. I know what he's going through. But when I look at his history, he's done this. This is about the third time he's done this, the second time on MTV. Uh, and I think, like you said, it was a gut reaction. And when he saw that he was getting booed and people weren't following him and going along with his foolishness, then he was remorseful because he didn't even apologize. Let me... When you're really sorry, and you're like he's like you said, he went on Jay Leno, and I heard he cried or something. Mm. Some interview, uh, he hadn't even said I'm sorry to the person, Taylor Swift. He hadn't even said that. He said it to everybody in her camp. He said it to the world, but he did not go directly to her until after she said on the View. On the View, had not talked to him, and then he's going to call her after that. No. So Kanye, you are on my no-no list. Uh, let me have Emery do this. Because I was watching it. Are you serious? Are you serious? That's what I was thinking. Yes. I was thinking as I was watching it because, you know, I I love Madonna. I mean, if you watched it, Madonna did a heartfelt tribute to Michael. Yes, she did. Janet blew it up uh, with her dance tribute. And then it was like right five minutes after that, Taylor Swift, who I love, my brother has to tell me to stop singing that song. I've been singing (laughs) it ever since I saw the video. A few months ago, because the video is just like uh, the love and basketball scene. So I was like, what is this girl? What does she know about love and basketball? Then I started listening to the song. So I'm one. I always sing songs, and I only know the chorus <laughs> or the hook because it's a hook. It gets you hooked. I don't know the verses. So I always sing the, the hook or the chorus. And my brother's like, would you please learn some more work? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> And, you know, I teach little girl songs, too. So, yeah, let me have Emory. Are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I was excited for Taylor because MTV does not do country. You know, I think she was the first who country star to win an award. I mean, right in her speech, she was shaking. And on the red carpet, she's like, I know I'm not going to win. I'm just excited to be here. This is my dream. And then this fool gets up there and acts a fool. So but Beyonce kind of, you know, I love how she handled that. That was just so so classy she's and deaf, it's such great. Yeah. She, uh, you know, I used to call her Lady B. Now she's Queen B. Queen B. Because that was royal behavior because, it, you know, they're friends. And if my friends show their butt in, in, in defense of me, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, what are you doing? So she did that superbly. Uh, big ups to Beyonce, but yes, yeah, she rectified that situation. So, 
Okay, well, I'm not going to talk any more about Kanye. I got it out of my system, you guys. Ooh. That was that uh, Are You Serious uh, moment for the wig. Let Emory finish it off. Are you serious? Are you serious, Kanye? <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you listen to this one. But on a positive note, Lady O came on this week. Season premiere, Oprah Winfrey. Mm. Whitney Houston. Mm, yes. And Tuesday. Can, I wish I had claps. Mike Spielberg, you have to send me them claps. Whitney, she is back. She's better. And there is like, I'm so glad. What were your thoughts on that, Jamie? You know, she is my girl, okay? So I watched it and DVR'd it so I could watch it again. And I just think it just goes to show that you can rise above anything. You can. And how she, you know, when she was talking to Oprah, I, I still believe, and I was just kind of watching her, not so much what she was saying, but her, her facial expression. She's still going through it. Oh, She's of still course. kind of going through it. and But that toughness kind of came out every now and again, you know, as they say, the ghetto part of her. Oh, yes. You know, I think we all have it. So, you know, let's, let's not, let's, no, keep it, let's keep it real. We all have that in us. But I think she was trying to contain her emotions a little bit, and the second show when uh, they talked about her uh, record being number one or her album being number one, and they were showing the clips of Jennifer Hudson and Celine Dion and I think Christine Aguilera and talking about how much they love her, admire her, and she was, I thought she was really fighting back her emotions, mm-hmm. and I thought that had a lot to do with, you know, she's here, she's she's back. But she's still kind of going through it. And I, I saw a totally different side of her than you've heard about over the last few years. Yes. And that was great to see. Yes. Uh, it, it, you know, every, honestly, you guys, look, look, I'm the biggest New Edition fan, first of all. But when they got married, I was like, Whitney, what are you doing? And it was just like a spiral from there. But just seeing her on Oprah, first of all, she doesn't do interviews. Uh, and she yeah, said just, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to see Oprah be patient, be kind, you know, uh, and get the truth, but in a delicate way. And her, for her opening up, one thing that really stuck with me, and this is for all the uh, successful businesswomen or everyone out there, because especially if you're single, you're successful, have a business, you know, society says that your only purpose is to be a wife and a mother. So when you hear that a lot, and and that's what I think she heard, she said, um, she, you know, kind of conformed a little bit uh, to some things that she knew she she didn't do just to um, be with him. And And when you're at at, at a certain level, uh, you you do get that. You you don't have to be Whitney, but you, (laughs) I get it in my ear. You know, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. when you gonna get married, girl? Go ahead and go ahead and marry him. He's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's all right. But when you know who you are, know what your standards are, you just can't allow anybody into your intimate circle. So right. when she said that she was open and honest about that, and just open and honest about the drugs, how she uh, even got on that pathway, blew me away that she was on drugs doing. She said the making of the preacher's wife. She was doing drugs every day, and I was like, wow. You could not tell. No. <laughs> so, 
So what was you going to say, Jamie? She, I was, I was going to say, you can really tell, too, then in all of that, despite what we may think, despite what the media may have said, she really did love him. And she, I think she, in yeah. her heart she really, truly wanted it to work. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I posted a blog just the other day, and, and I talk about, you know, walking in love doesn't mean walking all over you. Yeah. And she, I think she made that very clear. And I think what got me when she said that he spit on her and she, he mm. was writing those evil um, eyes on the wall he was really envious and and jealous of her and I know you and I talked about this on on a show that we did a couple of months ago about envious and jealousy and that could kill you and he had that and he got drunk and I people say you know when people act crazy when they get drunk I think the opposite the truth comes out when people are drunk you know what's in their heart that they can't they're afraid to say when they're not drunk it comes out and all those things were coming out and he was very very envious and jealous of her, but it was more so about where he was in his life. Exactly. So there were just so many lessons to be learned from what they have gone through. And, you know, prayers go out to her and Bobby as well because it's obvious he needs help as mm-hmm. well. So we can't leave the brother out in, in, right. in the spirit mm-hmm. of men's month. We can't, yeah. we can't do that because he needs help as well. And hopefully, yeah. you know, they can, you know, become friends and, you know, they have a daughter to think about. And Christina, oh, my gosh, she is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And oh, so my mature. God. Yeah, I mean, I oh, yeah. Had to be. But, uh, yeah, one, you told you I'm a big New Edition fan, and it all goes back to you guys. Really knowing who you are, knowing what your passion is, and then getting like David, I said, staying in your own lane. Bobby Brown was, you know, he was at the top of his game. And when you're around those people who coddle you, who let you get away with certain things and and not um, encourage you to be healthy emotionally, then you're always going to do a downward spiral. And we saw that with him. Um, he was, <laughs> you know. I mean, when he came out with my prerogative, don't be cruel. Come on, mm, y'all. Yes. You know, he could have taken that to the next stratosphere. With the gumby cut, <laughs> what they yeah. call it, the gumby cut. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I will break out into my prerogative right now, but we're on the radio. But uh, it goes back to knowing what, what you are and then uh, and doing it. So I was very – I learned a lot from those two interviews, uh, two days' interviews with Whitney Houston. She was very open and honest, and it's a big lesson – um, for and another thing that got me, and then we're gonna take a break. Uh, when she said her mother, you know, her mother had had enough, and she brought the sheriff over there. Yes, you're gonna make a decision. <laughs> that was like that's like my mama. Yeah, she's yeah, like enough is enough. You know, yeah, it's a thug life mother. I had one of those. God rest her soul. But you know, thank God to the mothers and the patients, and um, because even Whitney said I didn't grow up like this. But when when you start going down, 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 baby, uh, it, it takes somebody to say, you know what, you're going to make a decision uh, and, and you're going to stick to it. And uh, so we, we thank God for all the prayers because I know I've been praying for uh, Whitney ever since, you know, I saw the worst, the worst side. Uh, but um, you just never know what's going on in somebody's mind, what they're dealing with. But always be patient. Always be truthful. I'm one to be truthful Uh Uh, i'm not going to coddle you i'm going to be gentle and loving but i'm going to tell you the truth because the truth what it really does set you free if you're just joining real talk with tanya white we're talking about money power respect but we just had our are you serious moment talked about kanye talked about whitney we're going to take a a brief break and then we're going to come back and get prepared for mo steagle he's going to talk a little bit about power and a lot about the respect part of what men need, want, and uh, 
And so, Jamie, give your information one more time. My information um, on woman, is Woman to Woman on Blog Talk Radio. It airs every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find me on Facebook, Jamie Rodefox. On Facebook, I'm on Twitter as Coach Jamie. Um, also, my women's um, network, Women of Divine Aspiration, is on Facebook and Twitter. And my upcoming book, Give It Up, Turn It Loose, will come out 2010. And last and certainly not least, we're gearing up for I'm Every Woman's Conference that will be held next March 19th and 20th right here in Charlotte, North Carolina. All right. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back in a few moments and get Mo Stegall on board. Unfortunately, tragedy has no favorites. It comes suddenly, and sadly, it can knock the life right out of you. But instead of giving up, come alive again. Turn your hurt into hope. In her sensational and heartwarming new book, The Journey Less Traveled, author Loretta Faith Harris shares her touching story of how she discovered the strength to overcome sad sorrow and find hope for a better tomorrow. Celebrate life again. Choose to turn your tragedy into triumph. Visit www.chpublishing.org to purchase your copy of the journey less traveled today. Man, I've been trying to call her all day. Where's she at? This is the fifth Christmas that he promised that we were going to spend together. And here I am alone. He told me he was going out of town this weekend. But he never wants to tell me where he's going. It's funny. He always has to know where I'm going. trying to call her and she's not answering her phone. I wonder where she could be. Hmm. Let me go see. I am sick and tired of this. I am worth more than that. Author Tanya White reveals the secrets to having healthy, productive, and long-lasting relationships in her new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship. Being trapped in a relationship rerun is extremely frustrating and emotionally draining. If you find yourself in an irritating cycle of unwanted, unsatisfying, and unhealthy relationship patterns year after year, then this book is sure to break the chains that keep you bound to having the wrong people in your life. The brand new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship, and also How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, is now available by logging on to www.tanyawhite.com. Once again, that's www.tanyawhite.com. Pick up your copy today. Thank you. 
Talking about that money, power, respect 
why men need it and what women do can do to help them get it. I have a wonderful co-host tonight, Ms. Jamie Rosefox. Hey, Jamie. Hello. Hey, girl. We had a great first interview with Day Dawn. Talked about money and a little bit of power. Um, and so we're going to, uh, we're waiting for Mo Spiegel to show up on the line. Um, respect is a big issue with men. Uh, yes. What are your thoughts about that, Jamie? Whoa, that's a loaded question. Um, I think it almost goes back to what Dadon was saying earlier. It's about the person yeah. and what it means to them. And we know that even for us as women, respect can mean a number of things. Yeah. But I think for men, um, and I think about, the like I, I grew up, I had six brothers. Mm-hmm. And each and every one of them, you know, they they had their own unique personalities or whatever, but the bottom line is, you know, they wanted to be respected, you know, not to be talked down to, not, you know, to be treated as equals, as partners, you know, and I think, again, we as women, we, we could, um, we can little be a little bit uh, less. This is real talk, Jane. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> we, we, you know, we, we can, be very evil when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, we we have our have our role, we have our part, and I think we can do a little bit better in helping to build our men. It's not all about for most men, at least the ones that I know, about an ego stroke. It's it's right. really getting what they deserve, and they do deserve it. You know, I know some great men. Not all men are dogs or or whatever, right. and you know they deserve their 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 just due. They really truly do, and I don't believe that that all men or control freaks and, and want to, you know, rule the world and all of that. I, I think we have some humble men, and, and just listening to Dadon, he he's one of them, you yeah. know. So I think we as women, we need really to learn how to treat our men. Right. Um, respect, we, we and really you know, do. Jamie, respect, um, uh, not to cut you off, but respect is, uh, as a teacher, I hear the little boys say, respect me. Well, he's not respecting me. He's disrespecting me. So we're going to bring on Mo Spiegel, uh, host of the Talk About It Today show. He's going to shed some light on this respect issue from a male's perspective. So he, this is going to be his first, but definitely not his last time, to the Real Talk with Tanya White show. Hello, Mo. How are you? Hey, how y'all doing? I am Hello. doing fantastic. Hey. Listen, we are fantabulous today. I have a great co-host, uh, Ms. Jamie Rose Fox. We're talking about that money, power, respect. Had one guest on, talked about money and power. And now the magnificent Mo is on. So, Mo, <laughs> before we get to, you know, tag-teaming you with these questions about respecting, and we got some questions about power, too. Tell us who you are in your own words. Uh, media personality, uh, international empowerment speaker, and uh, voiceover professional, and soon-to-be author. Um, oh. That's me. I've done quite a bit from television to film to uh, commercials to uh, and now radio. So uh, that's most eagle in a sense. Got a passion for people and uh, love to see change take place in the lives of others. Listen, Mo, I didn't know you was a motivational speaker, but I certainly can't understand it. Didn't know you was a voiceover personality either. Listen, <laughs> I will be sending you many, many invitations in the next uh, couple of weeks, okay? Okay, great. <laughs> be on the great. Show. But listen, let's talk about this respect thing. Daydon Talbert, uh, Talbert uh, shed a little light on the money and a little bit of the power. But let me go back to the power. Uh, okay. Mo. 
in, what is power in your definition um, for men? What does it look like? Why do they want it so bad? Is it a bad thing? I know there's three different questions, but you can handle it. Well, well I would say um, power when it comes to a man's perspective is being in control of any and every situation. And although that's not total reality because some things we cannot control, but it's being able to uh, able to control the environment and, and situations at time. And when it comes to our relationships, it's being able to um, to oversee, so to speak. Uh, real men, and I say this because there's a difference in a real man and a bully. Real men don't want to bully their women, but real men want to care for their women. And you know, in this day and age of Oprah Winfrey and uh, I can be woman. <laughs> You know, a lot of women are so independent that they don't allow us to assume the role that God has given us as provider. And for most of us, being in control and having power is providing, um, being able to make moves in corporate America or in our entrepreneurial endeavors, and and really controlling the things that we have control over. And so in some regards, I'm hoping I'm asking your question, to, to some of us, that's what power means. To, to others, um, it's being able to lord over people, whether it be in a corporation, whether it be you the management of the snack ball machine, or you know it doesn't really matter. It's just some some people look at power differently than others, and you know in my regards, power is being able to me having power is me being able to uh, afford others with opportunities, build a network of people who are who are better at things than I am, because for those that are listening, men, you're not great at everything. You're good at some things, you're great at at a few things, but you're not great at everything. And so you need a team of people around you and in your circle that are great at things that that you're weak at. So then that's how you can complement one another. But a lot of us get entangled in our egos and and I want to be the man, and we don't know how to follow sometimes. And so um, that's kind of where we start fading. Listen, Mo, I loved everything you said. Let me clear up a little thing. You said in the age of Oprah and all those. Now, like you said, real men, real women do not, uh, when they're successful and uh, powerful in their own right, they do not uh, try to belittle or disrespect men. So I don't want anybody out there think that, you know, pursuing your dreams and uh, getting your money, power, respect from a woman's perspective is bad. It's just how you use it. In a, in yeah, how you present it. it. You're absolutely right. How you present it. Yes. Okay, go ahead, Jamie. I think, and, and piggybacking off of what you said, Mo, um, you said that men um, and women, but specifically men, sometimes can abuse their quote-unquote power. I guess mm-hmm. my question to you is, you know, we talk about what they do, but I really want to talk about why? Because I think that's that's kind of more important than the fact that they do it. I mean, you hit on some key things in terms of the ego stroke and, you know, all of that. But why, truthfully, let's keep it real, why do you think men can have this power hunger? Why? Uh, well, I think in some regards it's a uh, insecure thing. You know, a lot of men are extremely insecure about one thing or another, uh, and so they they tend to, you know, you ever seen uh, a man who has a position 
in church. He the deacon, mm-hmm. or he the head mm-hmm. deacon, or he the head. No, you must have read my number. Girl, I got my Okay, let's go. Let's let's get to it. But you know, we have men who get positions in certain uh instances and because they're 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 they don't have the same position, let's say if you got a man that has a head position at church and he's nobody or considered nobody uh, among his peers or at his job, you know, or even most times in his own home by his woman, you know. Mm-hmm. He tends to take that that small position yeah. and magnify it because mm-hmm. he's he's making up for the other areas in which he lacks. And in that one area, he is the man. On Sunday morning, from eight a.m. to ten thirty, he is the he man. Is the man. <laughs> Go ahead. So, no, so you know, I he, agree. he he lives in that moment as often as he can. And see, the the problem with that is he lives for that moment, day in and day out. Second thing in question, athletes, uh, entertainers, you know, when they're on that stage, when they're on that field, they live in that moment. That's why you have so many uh, pro athletes have a hard time transitioning when their careers are over because now the lights are off and nobody really cares about your life. And every day for X amount of years, you live this, this rah-rah life where you were the man and you was, able, you was the best defensive back, the best quarterback, the best uh, point guard in the league, and, People respected you, you had money, you had power, and you had respect in that arena. But now that you're not doing that, you're seeing the real side of that where unless you're Michael Jordan or you're you're one of the greatest in the game and people still respect you off the court or outside of your arena, then you tend to lose it because now nobody's really, oh, that's so-and-so or that's so-and-so. They're like, hey, you regular now. And so, you know, um, we tend to hold on to those things because we have – uh, a lot of insecurities, and instead of being upfront and honest about those insecurities and working on those things, we hide them, and so now we we uh we overexert our power or our authority when we do get it. Listen, we don't no. have applause, but I'm gonna give you some applause on that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna give some applause. On the there you head. have it. <laughs> you hit it on yeah, the head. Oh, I talk about that. I really do talk about it in my new book, The Ninety Nine Males Who Make Your Life a Living Hell. That men, are, uh, <laughs> you know, because it's not that you know. In my opinion, people do not strive. They don't wake up every day and say, "I'm going to be difficult. I'm going to make this person's life hell." It's because right. of the insecurity. It's because of the unwillingness to work through past pain that these difficult behaviors, uh, you know, are displayed. So, uh, kudos, uh, man. I'm trying to get my questions because you. I'm like, read my <laughs> Wow. <laughs> not even out. Because as a teacher, I teach students with disabilities, and, and it's predominantly male. So I've, for the last 11 years that I've been teaching, I really have to understand the male, how they act, because little boys act different, totally different than little girls. And so right. it's really forced me to really see why they act that way and relate to them on a, a different level. But you, you, you did a great segue into um, men in transition when they have the money, the power, and respect, and then their life changes uh, for some reason. They don't know how to handle it. And I want to talk about, because uh, this year it has been astronomical, the men who have had all three, but because of scandal, because of infidelity, because of other things, my little friend Kanye did this Sunday, uh, they're losing the respect. 
Okay, so go, I know that's a whole different show now. You know that, right? <laughs> She's that girl, I really want the chance to meet him uh, and really talk to him, mano imano. But uh, uh, what what is what is it? What is it about? You know, you got all this money, you got the power, but you're losing your respect. It's two parts to this question. Why do they lose the respect? You know, you said insecurity, and is there a road back to? you know, gaining that respect so people can see you in a positive light? Well, you have to you have to do a lot of damage control when you have okay. instances like Kanye West from this past weekend. Um, now, although he was warranted with having an opinion, wasn't the right time or the venue, and mm-hmm. so he's really shown the side of him that's hurting. And I think a lot of that exactly. could be due in part to a lot of his losses in the last couple of years. And so especially losing his mom, who was a big part of his, his life, which in any case, I can, I can certainly um, um, understand him because I lost my mom. But mm-hmm. at the same point mm-hmm. to get to gain, to regain that. And in some instances, some people say, well, you, you won't get the same. That's, that's partially true, but right. you have to be consistent in your, um, in reshaping, how the people mm. view you now, and so, mm. and it can't be, talk it can't slow be mode. a talk slow. Huh? You have to talk slow. <laughs> be consistent. You have to be consistent. Right. You have to be consistent in the way that you display yourself to the public, and because one of the things that I think we often do when we are hurting is we put band-aids on hatchet wounds. Mm. And there's no Go way ahead. that that's gonna heal that hatchet or cover that hatchet wound. I mean, you just really, I mean, it's ludicrous in a sense. So he just we went have a magnificent mo, a counselor mo. Go ahead. Oh yeah. wow! Exactly. <laughs> I'm over and, here right so away. What you have to do is there has to be some brokenness that takes place mm-hmm. on the inside, and once that takes place, you start to understand that it's not about you. I learned that about myself. Uh, some years ago, and I had somebody reiterate that. Because, you know, when, when you get on the trail of success and you start ach- achieving certain accolades, and now your fan base grows. People, a lot more people know who you are. A lot more people love what you do than ex- expected. And so if you don't have the right people around you, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff can can really throw you off uh, off base and really get you tripping and thinking that it's all about you. And so when brokenness takes place, and sometimes it takes God to, removing stuff from us that has our attention or that we're most mm-hmm. fo- more focused on. It takes it sometimes it takes a little punching at the ego, mm-hmm. so that you know mm-hmm. that it's not about you, and uh, it's a certain way you need to treat people and uh, address people in public. And so you know, when that brokenness takes place, we begin to come down off that horse, and then we start understanding that our purpose and what we was given wasn't for us to gain more and belittle people for not having or disrespect people or steal people's uh, shine because what Kanye did on Sunday, it crushed that little girl who was living in her moment. And although that was his opinion, it's no way on mm-hmm. God's green earth he should have gotten up there nope. and taken the microphone away from her Mm-mm. and said that in front of not just the people that was attending the event, but mm-hmm. the millions of people that watched so, so Mo, let me interject for just a second. When you said uh, 
that circle of friends because he's done this before. Yeah. He did it right. on MTV in London and got away with it. People, uh, you know, brushed it off and said, oh, that's just how Kanye is. But like you said, right. there comes a moment in your life where that brokenness, and I really think this is it because uh, we talked about earlier, he just was going for his gut. You know, he's he's always blurting out stuff at the wrong mm-hmm. time, but they may be valid points, but it's at the wrong time, it's in the wrong manner. And I think when he got the reaction that he did, he quickly thought, oh, I made a major mistake. And like you said, it took that because I'm, I'm a big award show person. I watch red carpet events and everything. And Taylor said, oh, I'm not going to win. I'm just happy to be even nominated. So that was her moment just to be there when she won. I could imagine what was going through her mind up against Lady Gaga, Beyonce, and all these powerhouses uh, in their own right. But like you said, it takes that moment of brokenness to to have you say, okay, what am I doing and how do I find my way back, right? Mm-hmm. You're right about that. You're right about that. Well, Mo, you have come out punching Mm. Punching us in the gut, Jimmy. Do you have any any uh, questions? He he him? talked about ego, and and I just want to say and, and just ask this question from a woman's perspective: um, How does a woman create? You know. Okay, let me rephrase that because Hello. Well, yeah, man, I don't yeah. think he's on the line. Hold yeah. on, Jamie. Let's let him come Uh-oh. back. Uh oh. Just joining. Yeah, I think his phone cut off. Uh, if you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, we're talking about money, power, respect, and Mo's back on the line, so let's put bring him on. Mo, you there? Hold on. It must be a hot one. Go ahead, Jamie. Mo? <laughs> yeah, Jamie was asking me a question about ego. Yes, yes, you talked about ego a little bit and how, you know, men get caught up in their ego. And I wanted to know from a woman, how much damage to the male ego can a woman create or does she create? Woo! To a- Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I, I was gonna do it. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Let me uh, let him finish. <laughs> yeah. You was gonna do what? <laughs> I was gonna interject, but I wanted to oh. see where you were going with it before I asked the question. So, well, let me say this. Let me say this. Women have a lot more power than you all uh, know and think. When you in, are involved with a man, there's certain things you can do. There's certain things you can say uh, that will crush his ego. Now, a lot of times men won't readily show it, right. but man, in, inside they are uh-huh. hurting. And and so, you know, when you're with someone that you supposedly love and care about, you have to always consider what you're going to say or do, how it's going to affect the person that you say. Because believe it or not, it starts chipping away at it. It starts okay. chipping away at at the respect that they have for you, it starts chipping away at the respect that they have for the relationship or the friendship or the business. Uh, and down the line, if it's not rectified, it will cause a cycle of events to occur that will damage that relationship and in some regards forever. So I would say, women, you can do some heavy damage to a man's ego. It's almost like when when buckshots first came out or the uh, hollow point bullets, you know, they go in one way, but they explode. And, you know, you got a big old hole in your bag from a little hole of the entry wound and the exit wound. And so that's how it is when a woman engages with a man. She can crush his ego in a matter of seconds and or she can build it in a matter of minutes. So you have to be uh, cautious of that, of that power that you have 
as the opposite sex because you was made from the man's rib to guard his heart. Right. And so exactly. his ego is a lot of times in, 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 enveloped in his heart. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's why we make some decisions we make with, when, it, when it relates to women, and we'd be like, man, why he still stand with her and she is a dog to him? Man, you know, she was pulled from him, and so he, he has a lot invested in her, and he just can't let it go that easy. So, yes, my, my, the answer to your question is you can do a, a whirlwind of damage. I mean, Most worse than Katrina. Eagle. I'm yes, going to call it FBI because you have been reading my book some way <laughs> on my computer. He got the sneak peek. I, haven't I don't know. I, maybe the Lord sent it to me in my dream or something. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, you got a complimentary copy coming. Oh, I'm over here late because I'm like, did he really? I'm trying to figure out how you got in my book. Because wow. I talk about that, the power of femininity, and I make an analogy to um, Dorothy of the Wizard of Oz, how she was on the path with three uh, difficult men, four if you include the wizard, but because uh-huh. she knew her power, her strength, and her destiny and mm-hmm. her destination, wow. she entered, she knows she, even though they was difficult, even though they were scared, they was insecure, they were fearful, she empowered them, she was truthful with them, she encouraged them, and not only did she get them where they needed to be, but she ultimately, listen, most ego, I'm, I'm, I'm drained right now because I'm saying, how did, how did he really? <laughs> wow. No, I see why you're so magnificent. Listen, I got one more question because our time is going down, but please expect uh, an, another invitation for the Real Talk with Tanya White show. We okay, about We talked about power. You know, you talked a little about that. And we, you know, we heard the term power couples and power in a healthy sense where, you know, a man and a woman comes together, they know who they are individually, and then they come together to, you know, create uh, a destiny for their family that impacts the world. Power couples, Mm -hmm. we can think of Will and Jada, uh, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Barack, and Michelle. Mm -hmm. From a male perspective, Identify three traits that men need to look for in women so they can be what what Beyonce called, they upgrade, you know, in their life. They can create a healthy relationship where uh, the woman understands them and they understand the woman. I want the male perspective because we always talk about what women need to do. I want to know what men need to do to ensure healthy relationships with, like you said, their rib, the person who encouraged them to be the best man that they uh, can possibly be. Okay. I would say you definitely want to look at uh, her communication skills Mm -hmm. because she needs to be able to um, talk. When you guys go into a a different environment and a different setting, uh, what is her conversation going to evolve to? Uh, Mm -hmm. Can she talk with politicians as well as uh, the neighborhood janitor? I mean, you know, is she she, – it's her communication diversified in, in a sense because she she needs to be able to communicate on all plateaus and all levels because as a power couple you're gonna go a, into a, a a number of arenas and you know she has to be able to communicate with others um, in a sense too because in, in the second tier of communication is knowing a lot about you as the as her man and um, how how you think and talk so that she can still communicate with you 
not just with everybody else, but also with you. And, and then secondly, I would say um, she has to be organized because when you're a man and you're a visionary, you mm-hmm. need somebody who has – you don't need another visionary. You need somebody with organization skills. You don't need to – two visionaries won't work together. They clash because yeah. everybody's dream is bigger than the next man's dream. So you need a woman who's not thinking – who's trying to outthink you, but you need a woman who, who can organize your thoughts and who can organize mm-hmm. things that you have going on so that you guys can flow together. And I would say, thirdly, you need a woman of uh, intelligence. She, she needs to be able to uh, think about next moves and, and make next moves. So, you know, communications, uh, organization, and mm-hmm. intellect. Oh, my goodness. Mo, I, I, I want to go back to this visionary thing because I'm kind of stuck there. I, I, I kind of disagree. I do think um, you can have two visionaries together. I, I really, truly do. And I, and I look at, you know, the Jay-Z and the Beyonce. They both are visionaries. They mm-hmm. both have their own. They both have their own goals. I mean, look at what Jay-Z's doing, his um, his whole in, empire, and then look at uh, Beyonce. They are both visionaries. So I kind of disagree, you know, that you cannot have two visionaries. I think it's called balance. Yeah, and, and you could you could possibly be right. But, you know, in a sense, so when you look at people like, I mean, and some people are, are the exception. Um but that's not that's not everybody. And Jay Z people like Will and Jada, Jay Z, mm-hmm. uh Tracy and, and, and Kenny, Babyface when they were together, mm-hmm. what we what we what we don't see about that is the training that they had on those levels in order to be able to, to work together. Right, you know, right, if you right. take people who are not at that level who hasn't been successful or who hasn't been trained on how to uh handle those types of deals, those types of uh, interactions with the type of people that they interact with, then it's tough. You know, both Jay-Z, um, Jay-Z and Beyonce were both successful separately before they became, uh, before they got together. Yeah, uh, but I think same the thing with, is they still are visionaries. Yeah, well, they still are visionaries. But, you know, when, when I was talking about, you know, in, in that sense, a lot of times when two visionaries come together, you got two different visions, and that causes division. So if you have a man and a woman who are both visionaries, and let the vision, and I, I think I can agree in a sense with what you're saying, the vision has to be the same together mm-hmm. in order for that to work. If right. you're both visionaries and your here. vision is one and the same, then definitely it will work. But if you got a vision, he got a vision, that's division. And right. it, y'all won't work well together because you don't have the same vision for each other. And, you know, Hill Harper taught me this. Uh, I was just completed a, a year-long tour with Hill, man, really great guy, ball of wealth. And he taught me when you sur- you have to surround yourself with people who have the same vision for you mm-hmm. as you have for yep. yourself. So, you know, when you have people who have their own vision and, and you got a vision and then they got a different vision for you than you have for yourself, it never works because mm-hmm. they're always trying to push their vision onto you. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I, that I agree with. I agree with that wholeheartedly, and Mo, we have come to the to the end of the road. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Uh, I'm very disappointed, but that's okay. That's okay. We're gonna have you back. Uh, last words of wisdom uh, for uh, men, particularly who are in pursuit of the money, the power, the respect that they need in life. I say uh, get educated and stay educated. 
um, stay encouraged, and get empowered and um, transform from just simply being to becoming. You have everything you need to do everything you want to do. It's mm. time for you to get the best in you out of you. Oh, oh. my goodness. Yes. I like what, it. What book are you working on? You working on a motivational book, relationship book? I am working on a self-help book. I am working on a self-help book. It's called Against All Odds, I Can Be, um, and it's a, it's, it's going to be great. Y'all going to love it. I'm telling y'all going to love it. Listen, you have to tell me. I already know. Mm. I already know <laughs> what, what I've, the, the shows I've heard you on and just looking at what you're doing uh, on Block Talking and everything. Listen, Mo, I'm going to have to send you an invitation. We're going to have to co-host something together. Um, Let's do it. Give us your information. You didn't give us nothing about your phenomenal show. You got the best of the best on your show, too. Give us your Oh, you know, we have been blessed, man. You can check out Talk About It Today with Mo Stegall weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Senate time. Log on to MoStegall.com. That's M-O-S-T-E-G-A-L-L.com. Click radio show, and you can listen live or call in on the call-in number that's listed on the website. And that's weekdays, y'all. Every day, Monday through Friday. Listen, Mo. That's right. I'm going to send you an email. Your book is in the mail because I want you to say, hmm, what is Tony talking about? She's talking about the same yeah, thing Yeah, get, get that about. over to me. I, I love a good read. Listen, it is. Uh, you have been magnificent. Jamie, last words real quick. You have any for Mo? Mm-mm-mm. He has. <laughs> you know, I, I will say this: you will be getting an invite from me as well, possibly okay. from my my November to Remember show where I'm having you, me, and he. All the men are coming on, um, women to woman. So you will probably receive an invite from me. Great, I welcome it. Thank y'all so much. You've been magnificent. Have a wonderful night, and we'll follow up with you later. All right now. All right, Mo. Take care. Bye bye. Wow, Jamie. Woo. Money, power, respect. They gave us a different twist. To yes. <laughs> but, oh, my God, they kept it real. Yeah. Real relevant and refreshing. Re- and refreshing. Yes. On Real yes. Tanya White. Uh, listen, you guys, it has been phenomenal. Jamie, before, uh, before we close, I want you to give out your information. But, listen, y'all, tune in next week. We're talking about from dynamic males to dy- uh no, from difficult males to dynamic men. Pre-blog talk, release party of my book, The 99 Males, Who Make Your Life a Living Hell. Special discounts will be doing the show only, so you have to tune in. And we're coming on at a special time next week, 8.30 to 9.30. And listen, October is moving from ordinary to outstanding month, and we have some outstanding uh, motivational speakers. Uh, Y'all going to just blow your mind. I got music. I got motivation. I got movie stars. I'm not going to tell you. You're just going to have to tune in. Thursday nights in October from 7 to 8.30 p.m. You do not want to miss any of those shows. We're going we're gonna to teach you how to overcome obstacles, how to get out your own way so you can stand out in the crowd. Mm. We're going to hear from some people who have been out of sight but definitely not out of my, our minds, some musicians, some stars. It's going to be awesome. November, we're working on it. December, the stars are going to shine. And then we're we're positioning ourselves to win in 2010, and we have more about that. Remember to visit TanyaWhite.com. Tanya, T-A-N-Y-A, white is in the color, dot com. Get, help a sister out. Get relationship reruns. How to deal with a difficult woman. Uh, the 99 males who make your life a living hell. Uh, and sign up for Tanya's tips. Uh, and that's 
Uh, uh, thanks again to Loretta Faith Harris for being a sponsor. Jamie, give us your yes. contact information and last words that you glean from this Money Power Respect show. Mm. Contact information, you can catch me on Facebook, com. You can also tune in to my radio show, Woman to Woman, every Monday evenings at 7 p.m. And in the spirit of Tanya promoting her new book, 99 Males, she will be stopping by Woman to Woman on September 28th, so you don't want to miss it. Yes. And my last words, and all I want to say is, woo, <laughs> that's all I got. Listen, that's, that's basically it uh, for me, too, uh, Gave us a different twist. It was not what I expected, but it is what I needed. Y'all men, money, power, respect. What I got from it is just get to know who you're with, whether he's your husband, your brother, your friend, colleague. Uh, be patient. with And women, we have the power to encourage, to influence, to inspire. Uh, but it takes us getting in tune with who we are, what we're called to do, and getting and staying in our own lane. So once you do that, you will see your whole world turn around for the better. Listen, money, power, respect, I love this topic. And one thing I got to listen, you need to upgrade the man that you're married to or are or, or with. Hey, you got to be like Beyonce. We're going to close with that. Upgrade you. Jamie, I will follow up with you later. You have been fantastic co-host. So thank you um, for having me. Listen, we're going to tune into your show and look for your books. But if nothing else, y'all have a fantastic weekend. Love you guys. Listen to Beyonce. Queen B is our caller now. Love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, B. Talk your shit. <laughs> how you going to upgrade me? Tired at number one. You know I used to beat that block. Now I be the block. Let me upgrade. <laughs> I hear you be the block, but I'm the like to keep the streets on. Know that you the type that like to keep them on the leash, though. I'm known to walk alone, but I'm alone for a reason. Sending me a drink ain't appeasing. Believe me, come harder. This won't be easy. Don't doubt yourself. Trust me, you need me. This ain't a shoulder with a chip or an ego. What you think they all matter to me,
He's a D-boy who infiltrated all the corporate dudes. They call shots, I call audibles. Shake up the jeweler, bubbles, the rain talk sort of do. It's big ballin', baby, when I'm caughtin' you. I'm talking spy bags and fly pads and rooms at the Bloomberg. And rumors, you on the verge of a new merge. Cause that rock on your fingers like a tumor. You can't fit your hand in your new purse. It's humorous to me, they watchin' and we just got an Allen hoppin' off of your mafia coast. Mafioso, oh baby, you ever seen satin? No, not the car, but everywhere we are. You sure to see stars, this is high level, not eye level. My bezel, courtesy of all the Mars. I order yours tomorrow. Now look at the time I saved ya. Mama, let me upgrade Huh. <laughs> 